This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. I am Jamie Jennings, and I am back in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for October 1st, episode 2779, brought to you today by our friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. I can't take it anymore. Thank God it's Friday. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. We work all week so that we can eat and own a little piece of God's ground. Pushing papers and pens, red tape never ends. The stress can turn a smile into a frown. I need some horsing around. So you back in Oklahoma here, huh? I am. It was too short of a trip out to California, but it was nice, and I had a lovely time, and you know, did did my thing, drank some wine with Pat and Debbie and <laughs> and Denise, and had a lovely time. Spent some time with Monty, so it was all, all is right with the world. And uh, last time we talked, we heard from you on Wednesday. You were playing with donkeys. Did you continue? Can you to play with donkeys? Of course we did. We got the donkeys played with, but also, yeah, I mean, it was just a super busy, you know, 36 hours in California and um, the donkeys, I didn't take any of them home yet. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? What what was your impression after having a couple of days with donkeys? And these were brand new on, you know, they're, they're yeah, they're yeah. BLM and donkeys. And, and I mean, it's just amazing. Like, you know, it's funny. The students really didn't like working with the donkeys. They wanted to work with the horses because the horses are so much more reactive as far as like mm. they so much quick. They're so much quicker to tell you what they're feeling where donkeys. It was like like Denise was talking about on Wednesday's show. They go into this freeze mode. And it's almost like they're like, they can't see me. If I don't move, they can't see me. <laughs> and so you kind of have to understand that and use that and push that and then know when to not push it. It was definitely, they're definitely challenging little animals. But, oh, my God, I, the problem is, Glenn, I just wanted to squeeze them. I just <laughs> wanted to squeeze them and, and like, scratch their ears and all that because they're just so communicative with their ears. And, and, and you know, when a horse puts its ear, like, on you, it's like, boop. And donkeys is like, what? <laughs> you know, so it was really, really fun. Well, very good. Well, on today's show, we have Auditor Kathleen. She's reporting to us live from Equitana. Yes, it's happening. We've been talking about it for two years. We thought we better get somebody on the ground there. It's first day of Equitana. Happens today, tomorrow, and Sunday over in Kentucky at the Kentucky Horse Park. And then Alyssa Matthews from Discover the Horse is joining us about her video that she just put out called Iceland on Horseback, Six-Day Mountain Trek. And if you remember right, we had her on earlier in the year. She's the one that's trying to ride every breed in the world. And, and of course, 
she did Icelandic horses here, but it was a really good video. I watched the whole thing and I was like, oh, if I watched a horse video for half an hour, we need to have her back because it was, yeah. and it, it's every girl's dream, right? To ride in Iceland. We've talked about it before, but she really showed in this video how it works when you do every day when you do one of these rides. So it was really boom, boom, boom. This is how it works. This is what you eat. This is how they get the horses. It was very instructional, I thought. So, and of course, the scenery is just out of this world. And you get to ride horses every day. But All right. uh, so that's coming up on today's show. And guess what? We're giving away some prizes for really bad ads. That's right. Today is prize day. We're going to have three lucky winners of about $500 in stuff brought to you by horselovers.com. Well, we have some auditor birthdays this weekend. Cody Court, Maggie Herlinski, Laura Bannon, Lorraine Peachy. Lorraine. I've met Lorraine many times. I uh, haven't heard from you lately, Lorraine. Drop me a note. And somebody we spent, uh, what, two weekends ago with, Shona Koresh. And she is at Equitana doing demonstrations this weekend. Mm-hmm. She's, of course, that does Equine Clicker 101 here. She's the host of that on the network. But I know she's doing clicker stuff at Equitana this weekend as well. So happy birthday to all of you. Well, I have, I have to run through a couple of them. First, I would like to thank Erin Rogers, one of our awesome listeners. I haven't been able to get back to her yet, um, but she sent me just a plethora of information on some of the stuff that I'm going through with with uh, Satellite, and uh, which, by the way, we have now changed his name. His name is not Satellite anymore. I mean, it is. But we're going to call him Dave. So... <laughs> And and there's somebody out there that heard satellite and Dave and gets it. Okay, uh, so she sent me some information on Dave, and then uh, I got an awesome email from Lindsay Castle. Lindsay, I she she went to Iceland too, so this episode is going to be particularly special to her, I would imagine. And then, oh my gosh. Karen and Rob Bowersocks, they host a podcast called Major League Eventing. They decided they wanted to have me on the show. And if you guys think you don't maybe know something about me, listen to this episode because, oh my gosh, it is start to finish. It was an hour long interview, Glenn, an hour (laughs) about me. I had to talk about myself for like an hour and my, my audio wasn't great. So I couldn't hear a ton of stuff really well. I was coming from the, you know, Valley of Solvang, California on a cell phone. Um, but it was, they're just delightful. So I know yeah, you're supposed to do one too. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. They've been, uh, God, they've been following us for years. I mean, you know, they, uh, he's, you know, I've, I've had conversations with him in the past and they do a good show. I mean, they're, and they're consistent. They're up to about 180 episodes or something. So, yeah. yeah, it was really fun. So if you, uh, I think it comes out, maybe that he said he was going to be doing some editing today. Uh, so I don't know when the episode comes out. I think Wednesday. But so probably next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, you'll get sick of me. <laughs> Listen to that puppy. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're in, they're they tend to go longer in interviews. We do what about fifteen minute interviews, and theirs are a lot longer than that. Well, it they is said we- it was forty five minutes to an hour, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> it is okay. weird when you're on the other side because I do a lot of those for the podcasting world, and they're usually fifteen to twenty minutes. But occasionally, when you get the longer one, I even get tired of hearing myself talk. It's like, yeah. <laughs> 
it's really strange that way. But good. I'm glad you got to do that. That's kind of cool. Did you yeah, was fun. mainly talk about your adventures uh, uh, with the thoroughbreds? We talked about thoroughbreds. We talked about eventing. I mean, for God's sake, it was an hour long. We talked about Monty. We <laughs> talked about the farm. We talked about, I mean, you know, it was like, I, I felt like I was laying on a couch. Like the doctor sitting there with a pen and paper. Okay, please tell us about your past. Like, I mean, it was, it was very intense and, but like super fun. And when I hung up the phone, this is how you know it was a good interview is you hang up the phone and you feel good, you know, like, okay. so it was fun and it, and it felt good and it was probably a little more cathartic for me than it was for them, but whatever, it's fine. But no, they're, it was, they're, they're delightful husband and wife team team. And they're really cool. And, and I had a really good time and yeah, they do listen to the show. I don't know if they'll hear this one, but, um, it was really, it was really good because remember on Wednesday I said, I am not answering my phone. Yes, I will right. not have my phone with me. Apparently that made them nervous because oh. they were supposed to <laughs> interview me, but I, I remembered the, the call and it was all good and everything was there. So I, I was, I showed up on time. Well, that's good. I'm glad. And there's so much happening right now in the horse world. We have Equitana going on this weekend. We have the retired uh, racehorse project next weekend. And aren't they doing two years of that? Like yeah, everybody was last year makeover. and this year. So they're going to have, what, a thousand horses there? It must be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be It's nuts. the mega makeover. And I thought it was mega when I was there just for a regular makeover. I can't even imagine the intensity. And that's what I've tried to tell people that are going. You know, I feel like I spread myself. We talked about the makeover, too, um, on Major League Eventing. But what I felt like is I spread myself a little too thin. And I didn't get to watch as much as I wanted to. And I think that had I, have I if I do it again, you know, when you event, that's three disciplines that you do. And then I added in the freestyle, which Glenn made me do. And um, aren't you glad I did? I did. I wish I would have only done that. Yeah. Because a I lot was, of people I, do. Yeah. I had to explain the DFL award to them. And I was like, I did pretty well in the, in the, you know, in the, the freestyle because I worked so hard on it. I mean, I was with that horse like six hours a day by the end, getting everything ready. So I, I said, you know, I finished the eventing with a number and not a letter, but the, the I think I got the DFL award and they were like, what is that DFL award? And I'm like, dead freaking last, but it doesn't <laughs> say freaking. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, coming up to next weekend, at the same time as the Retired Racehorse Project in Kentucky, is a five-star event. So Fairhill is hosting in Maryland yeah. is hosting and their first five star. I think I heard Zara Tyndall is going to go. Yes. And yeah, yeah, I saw so she was coming really over fun. for that. So yeah, it's going to be uh, very cool. I saw a lot of video. It looks great. I mean, it looks like it's really set up. Last time I was there was probably 20 years ago, so it's improved a lot since then. Back then, the barns, that's where Jennifer used to event a lot. So uh, the barns were pretty run down. Everything was pretty run down. Uh, but now they've totally redone. It's just beautiful now. So all of you that live in the Northeast, head on out next weekend. And maybe we can get a live report, too, from Fairhill next weekend. That would be great. Uh, let us know if you're going, and we'll, we'll get you on. But right now, we're going to go to Kentucky Performance Products, and then we're coming back with a live report from Equitana in Kentucky. She swallowed hard as they walked into the start box. She could feel his muscles tense under her leg. Five, four, three, two, one. Have a great ride. She didn't have to ask. 
he galloped out of the box and across the field toward their first training level course. His ears pricked. Her heart pounded. He attacked each obstacle with confidence, clearing them with room to spare. A huge smile broke out on her face as she crossed through the finish flags. She leaned forward and buried her face in his neck. Their bond of love and trust blocked out all else. This love story is brought to you by Elevate. Research proven to have superior bioavailability, Elevate supplies the essential vitamin E often missing from the equine diet. Its all-natural formula supports healthy muscle and nerve functions. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Hello. Hello, Kathleen. It's Jamie and Glenn. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> nice to join you. You're missing out on some fantastic weather in, in Kentucky. The sun is shining and it is a beautiful mid-70s here right at the moment. I don't think that there's a better place than Kentucky in October. I mean, I just remember that was the blessed 30 days almost of just perfection in Lexington when the leaves are changing and the the babies are getting weaned. And it's just a beautiful, wonderful place in October. Well, on our first day of October, it's certainly a great way to start it off. And you may be hearing some horses in the background. I am in the stable area at Equitana. And uh, they're definitely calling down there. So if you hear them, that's mm-hmm. what's happening. I am in front of the Cherokee Stables drill team uh, barn. And specifically in front of Golden Receiver, who is a standard bread. I think you guys have talked about him before. He had some amazing stats and has now gone on to... Uh, be a riding horse. And, How uh, cool. How cool. So. Well, of course, Kathleen Hake is a, the, from the Carriage Association for America of America. And uh, Kathleen, we got to spend some time with you a couple weeks ago when we were down, I guess it was summer, down in Lexington. And, um, how are things going for you? I mean, you're, you're, sta- you're sta- you couldn't be better than standing in the barn at the Kentucky Horse Park. Where you actually work. I mean, what a gifted and blessed life. Yes, we're we're certainly uh, challenged here for the views, and you know it's, it's so <laughs> tough to sit inside the office and you know work while all these beautiful horses are going on around us. And uh, certainly having you know all these horses here for Equitana is is very challenging because you know I do have to go back and work. Oh well, um, apparently but, uh, you're doing a terrible job right now, considering you're in the barn. <laughs> But uh, we were supposed to be in the Netherlands right now on a carriage tour with the Carriage Association of America. But unfortunately, COVID uh, canceled our plans. We were able to go to Wisconsin for the Villa Louie Carriage Show or Carriage Classic. But uh, it's not not too bad of a a switch, you know, Aquitana, Netherlands. Well, what's it, it what's it like? It's the first morning. Are there a lot of vendors, a lot of shopping? Are there people there? What's going on? So the vendor area is is cute to to just it, they have the white backdrops and all the vendors are are really nicely set up lots of spacing uh, there are quite a few vendors here the floor is full and in the indoor arena uh, as far as people there's not a lot of people here yet but I do think that they are coming uh, officially the show opened at 9 a.m. But 11 a.m. is when things got started, uh, which is, you know, just past. 
which is part of the reason why I'm in the barnyard because uh, it gets very loud down by the, by the outdoor arena at times. Um, and so I do think more and more people will be here. Um, yeah. It is an unusual thing in that this is a paper-free event. And so you do come in and you get your band uh, scanned and you do need your phone to have a schedule. Um, and it helps considerably if you are a tech person. Uh, otherwise, you may may struggle just a little bit because we're not used to not having paper. Yeah. And so the schedule, you have to know ahead of time what your scheduling is. And uh, I have to admit that I wrote mine down because I'm not going to remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I am particularly looking forward to um, the U.S. Mounted Games Association's demo in the Walnut Ring this afternoon, as well as the Irish Cobb, Fjord, and Standard Bread um, demos. And then so, this afternoon, whoops, I'm sorry, there is a class on teaching your horse to love going places. And I thought, well, that's that's something I need. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. That's great. So what? give everybody an idea of what Equiton is all about, because, you know, we all know that Equiton has a huge show at night and they do a lot of stuff, but it is not just a show at the end of the night. It is a full day of demos and explain whatever, what they do there. So Equitana historically is a massive, massive trade show. They have a well-established reputation in Europe and have been into this country a couple of times about 20 years or so ago. And this is their first venture back into the United States. Um, Unfortunately, last year was supposed to be their first year and they got canceled due to COVID. Um, And very, very sadly, the evening show is canceled due to COVID. So it is all about the daytime activities right now. Again, they have a great lineup of demos, uh, lots of shopping to do. Uh, Everybody seems to be enjoying the shopping area. Um, And uh, there's a lot of good-looking horses here, I can tell you that. Um, (laughs) I was walking through the barn area, and I'm like, hmm. But uh, And we have some great presenters here. Laura Graves is here, Lynn Palm, um, Nick Rolden, I believe is how you pronounce his name, for the polo. Um, He's coming to teach a master class in polo, which is extremely hard to get in a um, venue like this. Uh, So this is the first polo event master class that I have seen at uh, this type of activity. So I'm very excited about that. Um, Nick Roldan is the premier polo god, uh, you know, but he's also incredibly handsome. Oh my goodness! So yeah, he's also a model. Yeah. They were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the uh, press release that he is going to be on the radio, and I was like, "Well, that's not a face that was made for radio." No, <laughs> put that guy on TV. <laughs> But uh, so I'm, uh, that's the class I'm particularly looking forward to Heck yeah. um, watching. Yeah. So, I'd be going uh, well, the auditors would appreciate yeah. if you'd put some close up pictures in the auditor room. Yes. Uh, we need, yeah. we need right. photogra- photographic evidence of, of, <laughs> of the polo demonstration, Kapling. You know what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Just, just for, for the, the sheer learning educational opportunity, yeah. I will yeah. force myself to go. <laughs> if you hear a little crunching in the background, I was forced to give up my peppermint to a biscuit here. She, <laughs> <laughs> she knew I had it and was making faces. So I was, uh, I had to do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure that uh, I will make sure that I get a few photos of, of him 
for everyone. I mean, just because I really am interested in polo and I'm really excited about um, what they do. So yeah, go ahead and do that. That's one assignment. Now I do know that some of our auditors and some of our listeners and some of our hosts are actually going to be there as well. Um, Now you've, you've talked about the shopping and you've talked about the demos. There's also the makeover coming next week. Are, Are they having to, is there any focus on that at all right now, or is it all about Equitana and then they're going to shut it down and move past it? Uh, there is definitely some focus on the makeover because they are teaching some classes here. Um, KEEP, which is the Kentucky Educational um, Program, is also teaching some uh, classes here about the sobered industry. So there's definitely a makeover presence However, once an event leaves the horse park, everything is taken down and they get ready for the next event. Uh, I think we have over a thousand horses coming uh, for the makeover. And so I think uh, the the entire park will be dedicated solely to them and uh, everything will switch over. Yeah, I can't imagine. It is amazing. I do have to give a shout out to the maintenance crew here at the horse park who does an amazing job of a keeping the property clean and, but also of just switching out these events. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, I can't imagine the intensity cause I've already seen, you know, people posting about we're on our way to Kentucky and I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. So- a little early. Um, now if you are coming in, I got the opportunity to do a, a tour at spy coast the other day, which is, uh, they have the rehab facility and the, the uh, breeding facility and such right next to the horse park. Right. They do a tour there and fantastic tour. So that might be not be on everybody's list, but I, I think it should be. <laughs> I don't know that we've ever gone there, have we, Jamie? Spy Coast? Um, no, but it's right next door. And I know yeah. a lot of people that are going to the makeover go there first. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they have enough lasers to make NASA envious. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Kathleen, thank and, you uh, so much for joining us. This is fantastic. Uh, appreciate it. You go have fun. Now, did I hear you say that the evening events are canceled? The the big show. As far as I know, that they are, oh, okay. um, and I did not see them at all on the schedule. Oh. Uh, again, well, it's an electronic schedule, so I may have missed it, but I have not seen anything for the evening. It's because we're back up to ten percent on COVID. Oh, so it's sadly. a state thing. It's not a it's not an Equitana thing. Well, that's a bummer for them anyway. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Kathleen. Yeah, appreciate it. Talk to You're you soon. Welcome. All right, bye-bye. Talk to you, bye. I love when we have a guest where you can hear the horses whinnie in the background. I love it. I love it. And she's just so delightful. And she's just such a nice woman. She's always very perky, too. She's just, uh, and of course, you know, those of you are going, I know that voice. It's because she's on the driving show with us once a month with Wendy and I. She does the history segments, and she she puts a ton of research into it and does a great job talking about history of carriages and, and horses in general and parts and all that stuff. So thank you to Kathleen. We appreciate her stopping by. It's the Carriage Association of America. Well, returning to the show today is Alyssa Matthews from Discover the Horse. Alyssa has been on the show before, earlier this year. She's on a quest to ride every horse breed in the world. Her most recent video caught my eye because it is something every horse person wants to do at some point. There's a waterfall ahead of us, a herd of horses following us. Welcome to Iceland. Welcome to Iceland. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming back. So every breed in the world, what are you up to now? It is up to 60 breeds at the moment. Holy crap. 
That's a lot. <laughs> now, what happened Lots was I was <laughs> scrolling Facebook the other day, and I saw you post your latest video, Iceland on Horseback, Six-Day Mountain Trek. And I ended up watching the whole thing, and I didn't have time. I, I should have been getting ready for a show, but I got went down the rabbit hole with you. And this is something we've talked about on the show. It's every horse girl's dream, especially, to go ride in Iceland. But your video did such a good job of showing what it's actually like day to day. Thank you so much. That was that was my goal when I went out to do this. I really wanted people to feel like they could join me on the journey. And uh, that's really fun to hear that you had that experience. So I'm very pleased. Well, and you went on the six-day trek, uh, mountain trek. And was it point to point or did you go and then come back? Uh, it was. It ended up being kind of a big lollipop loop. So we started at the horse farm and then rode out from there and then went up into the highlands, explored some different areas in the highlands, and then looped back down. So I'll put a link to the video in our show notes for people. You need to go watch this video. If you, if you are remotely interested in going there and doing this, this will give you a really good idea of what it's like. And you were out for six days, and you were assigned horses. I noticed that your guide was assigning horses to certain people. I assume he was taking riding le- level into consideration and all of that. Yes, yes. He asked us at the first day uh, what our riding level was between number one and five and kind of what we wanted to experience. So one would be that like very easygoing, like really calm horse that's just going to take care of you. Five would be more of the, you know, energetic horse that wants to be in the front leading the herd, that sort of thing. So did you tell him that you're like, I've ridden 59 (laughs) breeds of horses at this point. So give me a spicy one. (laughs) I I did tell him, I said, I'm, I'm happy to ride whoever. And I love experiencing different horses. So I told him to put me on whoever he felt like. (laughs) And they kind of did. You didn't have the same horse every day. No, I rode 11 different horses over the six days, and we switched horses. We rode two to three horses every single day. And how, how long was your butt in that saddle every day? Uh, we ended up riding. So it's really interesting because when you're riding, it's very fast paced. It's, you know, you're, you're going along through the terrain and it's just this incredible experience. And so you're, you're riding pretty fast, you're tolting along, and then they'll stop and take breaks in certain areas where you pop off the horse and they get a chance to rest and then you get going again. So all in all, we spent a pretty good portion of every day out with the horses on the, on the trail. And you you were riding Icelandic saddles, I noticed, which kind of almost looked like a dressage saddle, but maybe with a higher back. I, that's what I was, yeah. Yep. They're very, very similar to dressage saddles. Um, they feel, uh, you know, they've got that same kind of comfortable cushiony feel. And the stirrups, you'll notice, are a little bit different. The Icelandic stirrups kind of have this arc to them on the side. Um, so other than that, it, it really felt very much like a dressage saddle. Was it comfortable? Super, super comfortable. And I don't know if either of you guys have ridden Icelandic horses before, but when you ride them, it is this totally unique experience because they are these small horses. So you would think when you're looking at them. Yeah, they're like pony size. (laughs) 
pony size. Yep, they're pony size, but they're actually known as being the original Viking horse. So these horses carry adult riders and they can carry them through crazy terrain. It's one of those things that you don't even realize until you're out there in Iceland, like riding through this rugged terrain where you're like, wow, these horses are so tough and just so incredible. So now um, I did notice too, obviously they do the tolt and the flying pace. The flying pace books along pretty good. Is it like riding a smooth couch? Yes. Uh, (laughs) What I love is seeing people ride tolt for the first time, Um, especially horse riders. If they haven't ridden an Icelandic horse and then they get on and they ride tolt for the first time, there's this like kind of like giddy smile. Like a lot of people start laughing a little bit because it feels so smooth, but yet you're just like flying along. And so people, people love it. I love that feeling. I never get tired of riding Tolt. And you were in, it looks like your group was from all over the world, different places. It was, we had, we had people from, I think it was five different countries on this trip. And it was actually really fun. One of the days, because uh, you can see in the video, there's this one portion where we were in a cave and we had uh very unique traditional Icelandic experience there. But one of the things that we did, because many of the, I think it was two or three of the riders had birthdays on the ride. And so we sang happy birthday to the, to the people that had their birthdays in each of the different languages of the people that were there. So it's just a really unique community experience. All right, let's go back to the cave. <clears throat> Cause um, <laughs> they, you know exactly where I'm going with this. Uh, I do. <laughs> you didn't, I watched it twice, and they made you eat something. Now, the, Jamie, the woman there, who seemed to be your cook the whole way through, um, yeah. she put on a glove to take this white substance out of a jar and force <laughs> everybody to eat it, but you kind of never really said, I don't think, what it was. So what was the thing she had to wear a glove for you to eat, and then you all almost threw good. up after? That's not <laughs> So that was Aileen, and she was our cook for the trip. Amazing, amazing lady. She's so much fun. Um, and the unique uh, Icelandic experience that we uh, that we got to try, um, and I'll, I'll give you the name that Aileen told us. Uh, it is rotten shark. Is, is that exactly uh, what it sounds like? It's worse than. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why on earth would anybody want to eat rotten shark? You know, I think that's an excellent question. And (laughs) you might want to pull some Icelandic people on that one because I haven't really come (laughs) up with any reason. (laughs) I noticed they give you some, uh, some kind of alcohol to wash it down with. They, they did. And it was actually a little bit comical because we hiked out to this cave after our ride. We were up in uh, Landmannahetler, which is this area with these mountain huts. And so the cave was a little ways away from the mountain hut. And they gave us the shark to try. And then they gave us this chaser of this Icelandic. Uh, it was like an Icelandic vodka. Um, and I it was moonshine. Know. It was Icelandic moonshine. <laughs> Mare's milk. Fermented. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much it. Um, and it was funny because I normally do not drink, um, but we didn't have water or anything down there to wash it down with. So I did give that a try to see if it would uh, help get the taste. Uh, mm, <laughs> yeah. You know what really gets the taste of something bad that I'm eating is drinking something that tastes like lighter fluid. So how'd that work out? 
You know, it, 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 I don't think it really helped at all. But uh-huh. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> it was pretty bad. You know, one of the things that was really cool for me to watch, and I don't know that you get this experience anywhere else in the world, is they bring the herd of horses along, which is probably, what, 40 or 50, and you ride with the – or the herd rides with you or you ride with the herd one or the other the whole way, which is really cool. Yes, it is – you know, as a horse person, I've been around horses my entire life. I've ridden for the project in a, a huge variety of different ways. And this experience of bringing this whole herd out with you, it was truly incredible. I mean, you're riding along and you're looking at this herd of horses just interacting with each other. And in the video, you'll actually hear Thorder, who's uh, um, with the company Eastlands Hestart, which I rode with. You'll hear him describe just the what happens when you ride with the herd, the excitement of the horses and the excitement of the riders. And it, it really is true. It's this magical feeling where you're interacting with the horses, the horse you're riding is, you know, just having this like really fun time of going through the terrain and then like catching up with the other horses. And it is just, uh, it, it's very, very unique. It sounds really cool, and it looked really cool. And then the one other thing, Jamie, did you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, well, winter is coming. Some of it was filmed there, and you got to see basically one of the sets, which is a valley that's uh, stunning. It is a beautiful, beautiful place, and uh, it was fun because you're riding along, and all of a sudden, and it's it's a very stark, you know, kind of like middle of nowhere landscape and then you come into this alley and yes (laughs) carry on carry on (laughs) reference there (laughs) um so you you come to the top of this valley and you look down and it's just this beautiful green like waterfall flowing in these rock sculptures that actually look like trolls. Like it's, it's literally you, you walk into a magical movie set and it's no wonder why Game of Thrones used that for, for one of their filming locations. Now, what month were you there? Uh, I was there in August. August. Okay. And that's probably, I mean, they probably got what a three month window to do these before the snow flies. Yeah, most of the uh, most of the rides that they do are in the summer. Um, they do have uh, in I think it's October that they do September and October I think that they do these the sheep roundups and the horse roundups where they'll actually go out and herd up the sheep that have been out during the summer and that's a really fun ride. I heard a lot of people talking about you get to experience a lot of traditional Icelandic culture and then you're also mm, out and cuisine. Well, that's the thing. Jamie's a vegetarian. Would she die on this week trip? You know, I I think that you would probably be fine because they do, like the meals, they have a lot of different things where you can have like salads and that sort of thing. And they might, I, I didn't ask them, but they might be able to make some adjustments for vegetarians. The main meals that we had um, did have meat in them, but then there were also, you know, other options that you would be able to eat as well. It sounds like you would, would starve to death. <laughs> I would have a backpack of Cliff Bars, yeah. so <laughs> I would die. And they do, uh, you know, so in the mornings you pack your your lunch that you bring along with you for the day. And so I had um, 
this really good, it's like a steamed molasses bread. Um, and I had that with peanut butter and jelly for lunch every day. So, so you that sounds good. Yeah. yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> well, so I got to ask of, of uh, now that you've ridden 60 horses, any particular favorites? You know, that is such a tough question because I fall in love with each one of them. Like each each horse is so unique and and to experience, you know, to experience these horses kind of wear their bread and doing what they're meant to do is is such a cool experience that I kind of can't pick a favorite at this point. They're just all so special. Well, I that want everybody a to... really lame answer. So, of <laughs> course, of 60 horses that you've ridden, taking away all of the surrounding things, when you sat on it, what one were you? did you sit on that you were like, oh, yeah. Uh, how much time do you have? Okay. <laughs> several breeds here. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what six. I don't think I could name sixty breeds of horses. So, I mean, what are some? Well, okay, t- taking away the favorite thing, what are some of the ones that people would be like? What is that that you've ridden? Uh, let's see. The Agidianberger in yep, that'll, that'll, that's one. <laughs> that's that's uh, actually an interesting one because it's a cross between a Peruvian and an Icelandic, but it's an official breed uh, in Germany. Okay. Uh, then we've got the Smoky Valley horse, which is another wonderful gated horse that, uh, is here in the United States. Okay. Never heard of it. Go ahead. What's oh, next? <laughs> the Exmoor pony, who is just a prehistoric looking, just amazing horse that, uh, has been, has been in England for a very, very long time. And, uh, there are still horses that are out on the moors year round there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know cool. what, one of the others too, you wrote, I know, because I saw it on the list was a Florida cracker horse. And everybody thinks we're making that up. Tell everybody that's not made up. There is a Florida cracker horse. Not made up at all. <laughs> they are a really, really fun horse. Uh, I went down to Florida, which is fitting, uh, to to ride them there. And uh, we actually got to ride along into a lake. And uh, they're really fun horses. Well, I'll post a pic- uh, the video. I'll post a link to it. You all got to go watch the video. And one of the reasons I kind of believe Alyssa when she says she doesn't have a favorite is when you watch her video, she never stops smiling. <laughs> Any of the videos, she's smiling the whole time. So uh, it's one of the things I love about your videos is you just seem to be having a blast no matter what you do. So, so good for you to be able to do something that uh, you've always dreamed about and get it done. Great job. Thank you. Yeah, it it really is one of those things I feel so lucky to be able to do. And I mean, you guys know how it is with horses. Horses are just absolutely amazing animals. And, and all around the world, they're doing amazing things for people and changing people's lives. And I feel so grateful that I'm able to experience that and then also share it with with everybody else. So thank you. Appreciate it. Discoverthehorse.com is where you can find it. Thanks a bunch. Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. 
That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when we read some ads sent in by our listeners and have a little bit of fun with them. And they're usually found on Facebook or Craigslist or someplace like that in a foreign country. Uh, But today, it's very special because Horselovers.com is the sponsor of this segment. They have been for years, and they provide all of the prizes, and we're giving them away. We're picking winners in just two minutes. So Horse Lovers has over 120,000 products that you need to check out every day because they do have a deal of the day, and it is usually a steal. You do not want to miss the deal of the day. Head over there right now to horseloverswithaz.com and check out the deals of the day. But the first product that they sent to us for this month was the classic equine flexion front boots. You get your choice of any size and color. So I'm going to bring up the spreadsheet here, Jamie, and you're going to pick a number between 1 and 244. Oh my gosh. We had um, a lot of entries this month. <laughs> what, what are you hovering over right now? Um, I'm at the at beginning, one? yes. Okay, 244. Of course, I'm here. <laughs> Jerk. Um, it is Kayla Tabai wins that. So congratulations, Kayla. I think she's an auditor. Classic Equine Flexion Front Boots are yours. We'll be contacting you by email about that. And the next up is the bra that we have been talking about, the Enel bra. We've been talking about it for five weeks now, and we finally get Stop to give it to bra. somebody. It's creeping me out. Okay. <laughs> we get to give it to somebody, the Enel undergarment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and pick another number. You know I'm going to number one. Of course you are. Carrie Garvey. I'm glad it was a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Dave Brown. Congratulations. (laughs) Carrie, you win the bra. $80 bra that Jamie's been pining over for five weeks. So watch it. She might steal it from you. I need a full review too, Carrie. I want to know how the girls feel about the, the zip front. Sports bra and all that. Um, okay, as One far more. as the Defender Platinum, let's go with number 99. This is the Defender Platinum 1200-year standard turnout sheet. And what'd you say? 99. 99. 99 is Aaron Rodgers. Woohoo! Congratulations. Well, I got a daily winning enterprise. Yeah, it's a good day for you, Aaron. So, congratulations. You got your turnout sheet to use all this winter. So, you'll be hearing from horse lovers in the next couple of weeks, and they'll be getting your sizes and all that, your dresses, and sending you out the prizes. And then we'll talk about what the new ones are upcoming. But everybody that submitted, uh, whether you we read your ad this month or not, was in the pool. As you can see, there was 244 of them. So, thank you to everybody. We appreciate it. Now, the ads we're going to are going to go towards next month's prizes, which are yet to be determined. TBD. TBD is correct. All right. Uh, so ones we won't be able to get to today, Bailey, Aaron, and Brooklyn. So thank you for submitting. Uh, first up, if you read your own ad, you get double the points, or double the entries, rather. So here is oh, Jessica, points. That's cool. who read her own ad. Hello, Jamie and Glenn and Jen. I'm going to try and record this while also reading the ad that I cannot find. All right. Sorry about this. Get it together, Jessica. Where did you go, Craigslist? And I just took out my contacts. I can't see. All right. Here's the ad. Mare Horse. $5,000 to Nasket, Washington. By the way, my name is Jessica. I live in... Why not you, Washington? Back to the ad. Mo, 
is looking for a new pasture. Gruya Paint Mare. She is a very easy keeper. Has been a quote-unquote queen horse, parade horse, pack horse, hunted off of, chase cows, great for beginners, loads easy and perfect for a farrier. She has had one colt. She is 19 years old. $5,000 landline. And I'm assuming there's a phone number attached there. Anyway, I couldn't help but share an ad that is titled Mare Horse. So anyway, <laughs> you guys have a great fall, and I'm going to try and figure out how to end this recording. <laughs> Bye-bye. See, we don't want you to sound professional and awesome. We want that. Yeah. Jessica, you've nailed it. That's exactly what we want. Yeah, because we don't sound professional and awesome. Why should you? You can't no. show us up here. Like you know. I was talking about, I was telling Glenn about Helena's show, and I was like, it sounds like an NPR episode. It's like so professional and so tight and so good. And then there's us. <laughs> <laughs> Summer sent this one in from the Columbus Facebook page. I miss riding so much. I'm looking for a barn or person that dose less on or needs someone to exercise their house once or twice a week. <laughs> I have a lot of experience around no, horses. No, she did not say I have a lot of experience. I have lost of experience around <laughs> horses. So she's lost and she wants to exercise your house. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and she would like to dose lessons. <laughs> there God you go. bless. All right. Heather sent this one in. Let's see what Heather has to say today. This is Heather here with a really bad ad. This one is specifically just to make Jamie cringe. It says horse for sale, $7,000. My loss, your gain. 10-year-old stallion that acts like a gilding. Great ground manners and completely broke. Amazing around environments with noise, motion, very calm demeanor, easy to catch. Just a great horse all around whose attitude is suited for any situation and most riders. A total family horse asking $7,000. There's three pictures. The first is some random little kid with like swim trunks on, just like draped on top of this horse, like his whole body draped over him. They don't ever say what kind of breeding he is or anything else. He actually does look like a pretty nicely put together horse. But for $7,000, you can have your very own um I don't know, 10-year-old mutt stallion who is perfect for any situation. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Yelled that. <laughs> we do oh have stickers God. available for that if you need them from the store. So, <laughs> There's a, so far, we've sold a mare horse and a gelding-like stallion. A gelding-like stallion, yes, who uh, apparently likes children laying all over them naked. Uh, apparently, it's yeah, what we're here now. Nice. By the way, Heather, that was an example of a perfectly red ad, and uh, we don't want any more of that. Uh, that's just yeah. and they and they use the word broke in it, which just makes me cringe. So. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of cringy things there. All right, Anna sent the next one in. Um, and oh, did I say Anna in the last one? Okay, sorry. So Anna sent this one in. Missouri horse. Oh, this is a Missouri a Facebook page titled Missouri Horse. Oh God! <laughs> Don't send this. Don't do it. You know what? If you're like considering, oh my God, there's 49 comments. Here's the ad. Looking, it's got to be Southern because Missouri. Looking for your cheap, nasty little buckers, 13 hands and under, preferably those hard to catch, hard to load, impossible to saddle, 
and worse. <laughs> and there are 49 comments. Well, they might have been all bad comments. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking for your cheap, nasty little buckers. <laughs> 13 hands and under. They're looking for ponies, too. Uh, Allie said, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to know why. They, no soul, no soul. Can't have a soul. Really, really. <laughs> move bad. on, Very move on. <laughs> I tried to move on. You were still stuck there. Allie sent this one in. This is our horse trailer of the week. Oh, this is one of those chariot-looking trailers. It looks exactly like a large chariot. No top. Uh, the front comes up like a chariot. It looks like it might be maybe it was two ponies at one time. Well, I say at one time because it's really old, uh, and it's made of all of wood. <clears throat> How long that's going to last? All right, so here we go. Uh, horse trailer. You could literally punch through the side. <laughs> it's good. Horse trailer, Ephraim, Utah. Nice little two-horse trailer for sale. Both tires still hold air. <laughs> Call or text with any questions. Well, they hold air, but they're not going to last very long. Uh, you don't want this trailer. There's no jack in the front, so you're going to have to just lift it up, I guess. You probably could just lift it up. It looks like it's made out of balsa wood, so you won't have a problem there. Yeah, it should be light. Yeah, this was this has been around forward. a while. I do horses really like riding with their heads sticking out the front? I just don't see anything safe about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you could transport. The good news, the good thing about this trailer is it will very comfortably fit one giraffe. And yeah. then that's about it. Yes. And the other good thing is they did. It's it. You can see the tires. The grass is not grown up. That was they look like in the they, desert. Yeah, this is in the middle of the desert. That's true. <laughs> middle of the desert. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh Maya sent the next one in. And uh this is a Maya or Maya. Um horse for six thousand dollars in Compton. California? Yeah, I don't Do know. Do they have horses in Compton? I don't I, I I don't know. I, there's a Compton lot of in the city. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's not like a beautiful pasture. It's actually somebody's driveway, and you can see they're double wide in the back. Um, and the ad says, "Is I can't really see. It's really small, but is as healthy and in good condition." And the photo is of the very <laughs> back of the horse, like from from. Okay, so. Imagine the left third of the picture is actually of the horse walking away, pivoting away. And literally the first thing you see is the horse's butthole. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually walking away in the pose. You can see really clearly the right hind haunch and anus. And that is the only (laughs) part of the picture you can see. For $6,000, I want a description, please. I want something. You have a description is as healthy and good and 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 good condition. And what are we talking about? Of course, the Compton Cowboys. I think we've actually talked about the Compton Cowboys. Plus, I looked up not those. No, I don't know if this is one of their horses, but I did look and there's actually 10. There's an article, the 10 best horseback riding places in Compton, California. So there you go. This is not it. This is not it. It's not one of the top 10. Uh, Hannah sent this one in. Hi, Hannah. One and two-year-old Roan Colts for sale in Tulsa. You're neck right. Everybody seems now have to be going to Oklahoma to look because you found so many so good ones. That's because it's so easy. One and two-year-old Blur Ronan Bay Ronan Buckskin Ronan Colts. Rohan. Rohan. You sure? Rohan? Okay, I'll go with Rohan. Our halter broke and just in need of a friend. Oh. Posting more pictures this afternoon. Horse are sold great, no papers. Wolves make some good pets, $1,500 each. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something wrong mm-hmm. with those ponies. What is a blur Rohan? I don't know. That, that could be a thing. We don't know what it is. A blur Rohan Google... Bay, Rohan Buckskin, Rohan Colts. Google blur Rohan. There's a lot of Rohans in that sense. <laughs> All right. Oh I will God. do that in the meantime. Ursina sent the next one in. God bless. The title is in all caps. I want him gone. (laughs) Four-year-old APHA gelding, son of three million APHA racing sire Judy's lineage. I will be quite honest. I don't like this horse. He is not (laughs) smart. You don't have to take that as a bad thing. I know a lot of D students that people liked in high school. <laughs> this That's a guy, good line, actually. Yeah. <laughs> He's dumb. It doesn't mean bad. I mean, dumb people have friends. <laughs> this guy just, comma, doesn't get it most days. He has never bucked. He is not dangerous. I just want him gone. I am sick of looking at him. He isn't a bad horse. No, you're a bad person. Um, he isn't a bad horse, but he just isn't clicking here. I will... This is Oklahoma. (laughs) Has to be in the Um, south someplace. (laughs) I just want him gone. Uh, He isn't bad horse. He's clicking here. I will even supply a twenty-four rack of beer to whomever takes him over (laughs) twenty-one. You will want to be buzzed when you step on this guy. (laughs) Fifteen one hands. Can can I go back to the D students line? So it said, I know a lot of D students that people liked in high school. Can I was kind of one of the opposite end. I was the straight A students. Let me tell you, the girls liked the D students more than they liked any straight A students. I'm just putting that out there. You're such a nerd. I was the D student. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look, we get along. (laughs) Uh, You wouldn't have been dating me in high school, though. So there's that. (laughs) Allison sent this one in. That one made me laugh, though, that last one. <laughs> I don't know what the ad was for, but it made me laugh. Allison sent this one in. Mini Mule needs new address as soon as possible. A lot of horses needing to get out. Uh, location, Englehart, North Carolina. $400 a trade for something that isn't a direct descendant of Beezabub? What's Beezabub? Beezabub is uh, another word for Satan. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. They spelled it wrong, though. Good luck. Maybe 10 cc's of ace. That's the age. Good luck. Ten Maybe ten seas of ace. You'll it'll die. <laughs> I think that's the idea here. Got her as a companion for my mare, but she's literally just a pain in the ass. No pun intended. She literally flings her entire body into the fence every time a mare is taken out. <laughs> now let me let me let me stop you. I need to read this because you You don't like my southern is, accent? Well, see, here's the thing. If you use literally in a sentence more than once and actually don't use the word literally correctly, then you're literally 17 years old. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll, let me, you did the beginning. I'll do Got her as a companion for my mare, but she's like literally, literally up just a pain in the ass. (laughs) No pun intended. She literally flings her entire body into the fence every time my mare is taken out. And if I let her come, if I, 
if I let come along when I ride, she literally bites and kicks my mare and me. <laughs> Been in my place about a month, and I still can't catch her. She is pretty freaking fat. F R I C K N. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no way it's That's a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. Bring a rope and some booze because you're going to need it. <laughs> and I know where you can get some booze from the previous one. <laughs> yeah, they'll literally give you 12 rack of beer if you take their horse on out and then literally try to go and help this little Well, now that mini- you've oh, worked with a mule, uh, do you want to take this one and help it or is this something you just pass on? Uh, you know what? Bring it on out. It's fine. Oh, the oh. picture is not of a mule. Is that a mule? It says it's a mini mule. The mule is like half horse, half donkey. A... It's like a pony, like a yeah, pony. Yeah, it has more of a pony look. It Why does have larger ears. Why would you breed a pony to a tiny donkey? Like, you're, yeah, you're. You're just asking for trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're asking for a nightmare. All right, Lorene sent the final one in. Of course, Lorene always brings the best, and we always save her for last. I don't know. We'll find out. Hi, good morning. This is Lorene Barden. Wow, there's no trucks, there's no trains, there's no car oh, noise. It Nothing. could happen. I'm going to read a really bad ad from Craigslist, and this was for a quarter horse. Quarter horse, period. Two-year-old, comma, healthy, space, comma, space, gentle, space, comma, space, no temperament, space, no temperament, (laughs) sound, space, comma, space, no temperament. (laughs) <laughs> space comma space halter broke space comma space 15.3 hands space comma space no temperament <laughs> space comma space contact contact for information that's it that's the ad wow. besides the fact that the horse has no temperament i don't know anything else about this horse <laughs> thanks so- have a great day Literally, the horse has like literally (laughs) no no temperament. Okay, so obviously, I told you that three times. I thought I was missing something, and I thought before we get somebody writing to us or posting in the auditor room that the horse can have no temperament because it has a meaning other than that we know about because it happens to us all the time. I looked up temperament, and it says a person's or animal's nature, especially as it permanently affects their behavior. Well, I would then say every horse has a temperament. Yeah. Yeah. It's called it's a personality, like a like a type yeah. of personality. Yeah, Did I thought you ever maybe Google I missed something. Blur, <laughs> Blur Rohan? I, I I didn't find anything that referred to that. I'm kinda thinking they were trying to say a blue roan. Oh. <laughs> didn't get that at all. Yeah, well, that's why I kind of think they were going with that, because the closest thing I could find was a blue roan, which makes a lot more sense than a blur rohan. Yeah. I'm searching blur No, there was nothing. <laughs> I didn't find anything. Wow. I think blue roan was where they were going with that. So there you go. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. There's there's nothing at all <laughs> about a blur. I'm just making sure we didn't miss anything. Well, sometimes we get it wrong. Everybody at home listening was going, Blue Roan, it's a Blue Roan. <laughs> so, so I think we're Yeah, but it Blue didn't Roan. say that. No, it, it wasn't so even close to that. Anybody's supposed to know that. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We appreciate it. Have a terrific weekend. Those of you that are going over to Kentucky, enjoy the beautiful weather. The weather has actually dropped here. It's now in the high 80s instead of the mid-90s. We're, we're cooling you. off. 
Way to go. Yeah. Are you cooling off out there? You getting cooler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice. Yeah. October is, I think, my favorite months of the year are October. I mean, aside from it's my birthday in a couple of weeks, but October's always been a favorite month of the year. And usually, like, there's usually like one month in the spring that's super nice. Like, May, maybe May and October are awesome. The rest can suck it. <laughs> All right. Auditors, hang on. We'll have a, we'll have a quick pro show for you today. Bane, neuter, and Kel. Oh, I'll tell you what, I need my one of my chickens in the post show. Okay. That means it's not safe for work. <laughs> <laughs>